Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Dopamine fiends addicted to the sensation. Short attention span need eddies for concentration. Overly dramatic and fucking impatient. Wasting our time posting highlights of our lives. Hiding imperfections we constantly put on a disguise. We lied to ourselves, this shit ain't good for our health. Chasing after wealth to show everyone else we won't be bothered. What it is for ourselves. Live your fucking life. Grab onto that. Oh, and set yourself up, get yourself comfortable. Why? I thought you were going to wipe your brow. He's blowing his nose with a towel. <laughs> we got a sick Hiro the hero in the yo, house. Yo, yo, what the dillio, man? And I ain't talking about the good kind of sick either. So mm. you, you're sick right now. So um, yeah, we got loads to discuss, dude. Me and Hiro are old friends. We, I guess, we could you could say we came up in the business at exactly the same time yeah man the same moment and um before we get into what's going on with you right now which i'm really excited to discuss uh let's go way back you're born and raised in houston texas yeah, correct town, houston texas you got one brother Southside. yeah my little bro jamal my big sister kizzy and you know we just work hard and grind my little bro out there playing basketball well, he's teaching kids basketball now and doing real good he got something called fencing fundamentals uh, shirts, shorts, kids, you know, they come in and he teaching them the game, man, and building up new stars. The sport itself or the whole game, like well, the behind-the-scenes the stuff as game, well? man. The sport itself, he coaching kids right now, getting them ready. And he got some stars building right now, yeah. So right I see what he do. He put it on live on Instagram, and he making it look beautiful, you know. And what's your sister doing? What's she up to? My sister, oh, man, my big sister. She out there working. She nursing all that stuff right there, doing her thing. Honorable you know? work. Yes, exactly. Yes. Saving lives. And your folks, tell me about them. What do they do? Oh, my mom and dad, they chilling right now. They both, you know, they get, getting older and kicking it. Right? Working towards and that just, retirement yeah, plan. Yeah, working towards that retirement plan. My mom and daddy love them. Love y'all. And you were obviously a pretty talented basketball player yourself as a kid, right? And I guess oh, it yeah. could have gone either way. What took you more in the music direction? Well, yeah, I was playing ball. I'm like, I'm I'm good at basketball, no ego, but the music. I just stay in the facts. Yeah, the music just caught me. And I had a bad attitude. I ain't want to listen to coaches. I ain't want to listen to nobody. I'm more a street ball game. Was that the same in school? Did you have a problem with authority? And oh, yeah, I had a problem with authority yeah. all the way through high school. I got kicked out of Milby High School because I was, you know, I was just talking shit too much <laughs> and all that. And so I got kicked out of that school, went to Chavez High School, graduated from there, played ball and all of those. And uh, 
the music just got me you know what i'm saying i just thought i was making music during that whole time but then it kind of really just so you were doing both in parallel and then the music kind of overtook yeah when i realized like I'm, i ain't going to the nba you know what i'm saying i really my talent though i'm talented in both but my music passion kind of took over man like i can make beats i can rap and people was feeling what i was doing we did a talent show I sampled La Bamba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Richie Valens. Richie Valens. I sampled you know that and made it a rap song, and people was feeling it. I even got it played on a radio station in Houston, Mega 101. And uh, How old were you at that point? Oh, man. What, I was like 16, 17, All right, maybe? nice. Yeah. Probably, probably, yeah, graduation time, yeah, around yeah. that time, whatever age that is. And uh, it came a little, you know, got attention, and so I started making my little mixtapes doing that. And, and got, you made you made three of them, right? Yeah, I've three. got them all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're rare cuts, but tapes, yeah, yeah. I got them. And you were doing stuff like Pantera. Um, there was some rancid on there, right? You yeah. were basically cutting up punk rock. Because what I would do is I would sample the parts I thought were cool, like the breakdowns of the rock tracks. So I was like, oh shit, somebody could rap to this. You know what I'm saying? And I took it, sampled it, put a little beat behind it. And it got hot on MySpace back in the day. MySpace was like a big site out here before Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Arctic Monkeys were the first big MySpace bands. They got, I think, their whole record deal off the back of basically the MySpace groundswell and hype. Yeah. And that was the same deal with you as you kind of... I kind of built up on MySpace, man, and people started digging me, you know, seeing what I was doing. And, like, I like to, I feel like, bro, like, I be ahead of my time sometimes. So I was kind of doing something that was so different. Almost people wasn't ready for it now. Like, yeah, yeah. No well, there was that gap, I think, after bands like Rage Against the Machine and Cypress Hill were starting to wind yeah. down. There was definitely a void for a mixture of hip-hop oh, and rock. rock. And the thing was, I was just sampling, so it was still kind of hip-hop influenced yep. the way I was sampling it. But the more I got into rock, I started building up with the live instruments and all that. I came out to L.A., and started having the live instrumentation and getting more of a heavier sound and all of that and what created to what I am now, you know? So it's not really just sampling the rock and roll, turning it into a hip-hop song. Now I'm making full-on rock tracks. Live band business. Yeah, man. And And your your previous manager, um, Benji, he discovered you on MySpace, right? Yeah, and he, he was like, me on MySpace. get out to L.A. Yeah, and I let's get, get the balls rolling. Here, let's get it rolling. And I was like, all right, cool. But see, that's the thing. You come out, you think you're going to be a star overnight. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to be a star. What? I'm going to L.A., da-da-da. How old are you then? Like 18, 19? <laughs> yeah, I was, what, maybe 20, 21. Right. And, um, so still young, still fresh, still, still young, naive. fresh. I, Soldier Boy, Superman was the big song. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm about to be the next Soldier Boy uh-huh. or some shit. And, uh, and I just learned the groundwork, man. It, it ain't easy. If it come easy like that, then it won't last long. That's it, I think. If, if you're an overnight runaway success, the only way to go from there is down. Yes. And I feel yes. like it's better... It's harder, obviously, but I feel like it is better to do the long game and you do gradual, long-term, exactly. little bit at a time. You build the groundwork up, you know what I'm saying, on a grassroots level. It might take long, but you get more respect. Yeah. And you and have you get a your career. chops, you get your live chops, you yes. get your studio chops. Yeah, it's like I feel for a lot of the rappers now who come, like they make good songs, you know, but it's like so good sometimes that it almost hurts them right because then people move on to another good song yeah. and they don't really get to lay the groundwork it out yeah next. man almost one hit wonder ish in this day and age you can always find people you know you might you make a big song people might mess with you for a long time maybe what you know? what do you think about the state of rap today now today i mean it's, it's you down different because I don't want to sound like an old man. I know, because you ain't. You know but I know for you that Tupac and... <laughs> yeah, see, I come from the Tupac, Biggie era, yeah. all of that. More lyrical, more spitting. You know, you can understand what people were saying. Mm-hmm. Now it's And what, they were actually saying something. And they were saying something. Now it's all mumble rap and all this kind of stuff. But you got cats like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar and Drake and all of them. And they actually speaking about certain things, you know what I'm saying? But... You know, you got your fly-by-night SoundCloud rappers. Uh-huh, you know I love what I'm saying? it. But the songs are good. They jam. Yeah, they it's connect. Whatever. It's what the kids do, so I can't even hate it. In my Uber on the way here, I was doing an Uber pool with a family. It was a black woman and two kids. And yeah. there was, like, I can't remember the name of the station, but there was all these kind of right-now R&B hits playing one oh, after the yeah, other. And the kids yeah. knew every word, and they're singing along. They're mm, only, like, bro, six years old. They know songs. <laughs> that I'm like, oh, when was that? When did that become the song? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a whole nother wave. And that's cool about technology now is because 
You, you can, can get anything. You can get anything. You can start your own movement anywhere, you know what I'm saying? So that's the cool thing about today. Like me, when I started off, it was a little different. It was still building. So, you know, I didn't really get it and understand a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, when we were know? coming up, it wasn't like Facebook was there. Instagram wasn't there. Yeah, man. Twitter was kind of in its infancy. And it wasn't as easy to build an online fan base and engage with them and give, like, drip feed them stuff and keep them, like, hooked. Keep them hooked. Yeah, you're right about that, man. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm still old school in my ways of how about getting music because I like the mystery. Yeah. I noticed that about you. You You're not very prolific online. You're not living your life on the internet like a lot of people. I like the mystery, but, you know, you got to get with the time. So I try to do a little more. It's a little hard for me. But, I see you've been doing some teasers for the, yeah, the debut single. I, oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah, my debut single, Bullet. Man, it's hard, bro. Like I heard it. I love it. It's like I feel it's almost like High Road the Hero coming back. Like before, I was High Road the Hero mm-hmm. D A. Now it's changed to High Road the Hero T H E. Well, yeah. let, let's talk about that debut album, Birth School, Work Death, 2011. Um, that was, well, I guess the, the combined sort of duo of my introduction to you was the guest spot you did on the Blackout track, Higher and Higher. Yeah. And that man. was funny That's because... boy, shout out. Sh- Sean uh, commented on the picture that I put up of you last night. Yeah, he saying, just yes. followed me too, man. That's yes. Yeah, he was like, bro, what is that music you're making, man? That's insane. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know the Blackout at that point. I'd kind of come into Kerrang Radio with very little knowledge of what the rock sort of world had been putting out for the last five years because I tapped out around that sort of post-hardcore emo era. I was out. I was Mm -hmm. like, I want to go listen to The Clash and just fucking go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. So I got that gig on Kerrang and I had to catch up with what was going on musically. And the first single I ever played on the radio by The Blackout, obviously they'd been around a while at this point, was Higher and Higher. And I was like, fuck, this is like some fucking Cypress Hill shit. Like, fucking hardcore heavy hitting and I didn't know that the rest of their stuff wasn't like that and then obviously I did sort of the research into the song and found out that you guest spotted on that track and that that led on to so much stuff over in the UK so much stuff man I thank them for that because that brung a lot of you know a lot of fans my way they were digging it they were you know and actually looking at the lyrics and seeing what I was saying Mm -hmm. saw the little Cure shout out in there and all of that and they really messed with me after that then I still got fans today from it who waiting for music now like it's been a you know i had a big a long hiatus you know what I'm saying? Hiro so, had a hiatus. <laughs> a hiatus you're like what happened to high road man I, I was tripping one time when i saw that what happened to high road i'm like i'm right here i'm fucking yeah I'm I, 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 people probably think that about sean now though now the blackout of course oh it yeah They're like, what's he doing where's he gone it's like i'm still here living i'm living still yeah <laughs> man you know we doing our thing no so, i thank them for that because that that really did kind of spotlight me out there and it got me to travel you know been to places i ain't never been before and bro they i loved them and they loved me man it was insane they're good people man yeah so had you, had you already done and released the debut album before doing that track with them how did they come across you I, how, Do you know? I don't even know how he found out about me, honestly. Maybe I'm tripping, I forget, but I just remember him. They hitting me up like, yo, this is hot. And talked to my my old manager and all that. And it, it just turned into a tour situation, yeah, 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 you yeah, know? Yeah. And he's like, you want to rap on this song? I was like, oh, I'm down with that. Cool, man. And from there, it just kind of went, bro. It's almost like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I still play that debut album regularly. And there's songs on there like Sleeping Giants, Ghetto Ambience, fucking mm. Beam Me Up Scotty. Yeah, bro. Great I mean, mix of stuff. That album is crazy. Ross Robinson produced it. You know, I had Paul from At the Drive-In, Mark and Cody from Blood Brothers, my boy Daniel from Idiot Pilot, who lives across the street from me right now. Nice. <laughs> crazy, bro. We got in the studio. Within two weeks, we made that album, bro, because it was just fire, insane. And people talk about what Ross does because he likes to... You know, do crazy stuff. He with creates artists. a certain mood, right? Yeah, creates to bring a mood. out that creative fire in you. Yeah, so, what did he man. do to get it out of you guys? Oh, what was me, the vibe? Bro. He just was like, he heard me get on the mic, and he was like, "Oh man, just go, just go," because he wanted to do a fast. He wanted to do you know other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh shit!" When I got on the mic, he was just like, "Oh man, just record. Let's go. Let's keep it going." I was like, "All right, cool." And so that's why I love the raw, rugged feeling of that album, and it got a lot of respect from people too. So that really fucking excited me. Jonathan Davis called it his favorite album of that I year. Oh man, insane! Shout out Jonathan Davis. That's some 
Bro, that's insane. And he's doing something on a Aftershock Festival, what I'm about to be on in October. I saw that. And Deftones yeah. are on that bill, too. Deftones Obviously, there's a Chino there. connection as well. Oh, yeah. Chino the homie, man. He cool as hell. Tell me about some times with Chino. You did some, like, DJ tours. Did you do with him? Or was that just, well, like, after-party stuff? It was, like, after-party stuff in Australia. It was me, Let Live, and Deftones. And uh, I was doing my rap thing in Australia, you know, trying to test out my rapping stuff. It was after the whole album and everything. On tour with Let Live, they was rocking the stage, Deftones rocking the stage, and then after parties, Chino would DJ, I'd get on the mic and stuff like that, bro. It's right on. Insane, so what was bro. he Dream playing? What kind of stuff was he playing? Oh, man, yeah, Chino be, he, he plays some stuff that, you know, like never heard before, mm-hmm. like real cool music and switch it into some hip hop. And just put you on the new things that you ain't never heard. Like, oh wow, I'm not on this yet. Okay, let me get on this. You know, <laughs> he'll take you to a whole another world, man. So he can DJ. He's like legit. Oh no, he's legit. He knows what he's doing, man. Nice. You know what I'm saying? He he. It's basically like, bro, what you ain't on this yet? You better get on it, bro. You ain't cool enough yet. Then what? You know, it get you in that mood, bro. You can hear such a mix of styles with Deftones as well, from like indie to hardcore to like pop yeah and so he just switches it up like that and takes you on these kind of sonic journeys does he yeah when i was talking to him he was heavy on uh tyler the creator right okay yeah he yeah, was yeah. digging that for a while and stuff like that so you know bro, he's into everything man which is crazy you know and you're just jumping on this and freestyling is that what oh, was yeah, happening bro, i was just ready to get on the mic all you gotta do is give me the microphone and i'm a rocket you yeah know well you're going right there let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i need a beat i need a beat, <laughs> need a beat. <laughs> so after is. after that album came out <laughs> You toured for a bit, and then obviously, I guess you broke up that band. When I last saw you, mm-hmm. you were talking about going back to just straight up hip hop, and that was kind of what was going on at the time, right around 2015. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to do is just straight hip hop. I just wanted to get my hip hop chops out there, get my vibe going on that, because I, you know, I could rap, and I feel like I can rap better than a lot of these motherfuckers. So I just wanted to get it out there and get my my sound going, produce it, and, you know, see where that could take me for a while. And were you doing all of that just you? Like everything? Oh, producing? Yeah, yeah I do producing and everything. And I uh, mess with my homie Q, my boy Mike. We was making some music and stuff like that. And then, um, but I was, um, I got down with Century Media. I signed with Century Media way before. So in the midst of that, I was just kind of keeping it fresh, making music, because I knew I was about to drop a rock album. So I just rapping really just helps me keep my mind flowing. Keeps that creative. Yeah, it writing. keeps my creative. So if I rap about you know bitches, hoes, whatever, chains, jewelry, <laughs> yeah, party, yeah, yeah. I just got to get you that just out. The rest of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was, it's easy to do, but it's just like almost like a warm up exercise for me because I can do it. Yeah. And I'm fucking from the hood. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I got that in me. I just want to yeah. get the shit out of me. It's hard to understand, but I. It's just like fuck. You just got to talk your shit. You got to yeah, talk yeah. your mess. But when I get on these rock records, it's something about the rock music and the rock beats. You can't just say anything. You got to have it's a message. It's got to count, right? Yeah, man. It's something because you're playing the live instrumentation and I'm deep on energy and things like that. So the energy it presents when I hear a track. Shout out to Mitchell who produced my new album. The stuff he was making, we mixed a lot of the hip hop beats and put the rock guitar. And bro, when, when, when the music come on, I just know it's just powerful words I've got to say on that you know what I'm saying I just have to do that and because I know it could come across a certain way the music will make you feel a certain way and get you in that mode and that vibe and I'm speaking about you know topics that I feel of that we should get on you know so let's talk about some of the songs on the album which obviously at this point nobody will be familiar with because no one's heard it yeah I got a, a nice little upfront taster yeah, the yeah. other night um, I took a picture of your set list which is actually on my phone over there so fuck it I'm gonna go off memory yeah, I, and test know, myself yeah. you know well hopefully you should so it's your shit right first song uh, get the fuck up get the fuck up I mean let's go from that because that for me is like the album opener like that's a staple live track let's get this party started yeah. you go to the second song on that set list Devil Devil it's and that's some raw shit tell yeah. me about what you're saying what you're kind of like feeding off and trying to express oh with man that so Devil in Disguise is basically like well the song called Devil in Disguise on the list it was just Devil because we just fucking make it short <laughs> yeah that's how you do <laughs> Fuck, I'm sick. I'm coughing. <laughs> I better give this mic a good yeah, clean yeah, after exactly, this. Yeah, I'm going to be getting everyone I interview on this yeah, trip. Yeah, I, I get, feel like I'm getting ill myself. Yeah, <laughs> who you interviewing after, but I don't want they ask to get Casey sick. Casey Chaos, he can handle it. Yeah, he's going to be like, that motherfucker high <laughs> made me sick. <laughs> Fuck him. 
Nah, well, so the song is Devil in Disguise, and I'm just speaking about, you know, the two sides, you know, I'm getting stretched apart, like they pulling me on both sides, the good and the evil, you know, I start off, I start off the words, what I say, the critics and writers, the killers and fighters, the, the fucking, I can't even remember my lyrics, I'm drinking, but that fucking, you know, I'm just playing both sides of the shit. Inside yourself, Inside or is it myself, on... yourself? I like it. All right. Yeah, because it's the good and the evil. Like they both live There's inside in all us. of us. I think that's what people miss in this day and age, right? To yeah. go on a tangent, and maybe you're with me on it. Is a lot of people think that people are just purely good or purely bad. Nah, man. And Everybody the truth of it is that it. we've got a bit of both in all of us and it's that fight inside ourselves to overcome and beat out the evil and try and be a good person yeah, that's bro. the struggle isn't it and that's why the chorus I'm saying I'm fucked up inside you know what I'm saying because it's always a battle inside mm-hmm. you know it's a battle within yourself because you want to you see these material things you might want but it's a fight in you to not do bad things to get those material things. So there's always a fight inside. So that track, that track means a lot to me. And also, that track features Monkey from Corn playing guitar. That had a certain fucking low end yeah, rumble it, sound yeah. that I thought there's something kind of. I'm not just yeah, saying that in hindsight. Bro, it's Monkey, on that track. So did he write that with you the whole song, or did he just come in and do his thing? No, he came in. He he played. You know, he fucked around with the bass, fucked around with the guitar. My man Mitch messed with it. They they got around on a lot of the stuff, bro. And Monkey did his thing, bro. When he did that drop, you know, the drop bass, what up, bro? Mm-hmm. I fucking we. I was just in shock. Like, whoa, this song is fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, he he the homie, man. He came through, bro. It was just weird. Like, oh, shit, that's from Monkey. I hit him up. Like, hey, bro, I'm about to make an album. You want to rock with me? And he was like, sure, yeah, cool. Straight up. Straight up. And then he came and fucking Monkey is in the presence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got down, killed it. And then so I got on the mouth like, bro, I got to kill this song. Monkey's on this one, bro. And I killed the lyrics. He loved it. He was like, whoa, that's dope, man. So, yeah, it's fucking that song right there is fire. And that's going to be one of the singles, isn't it? Or are we not allowed to say that? Oh, is yeah, that all like, nah, shrouded in mystery at this stage? Sure. It will be. Um, I want to ask you this before we carry on talking about some of the new stuff is in the time when you were, I guess, seemingly away, obviously mm-hmm. you weren't, but to everyone who's kind of like, where have you been all this time? Did you at that point in time or across that period lose interest in the music industry in any way, shape or form? Or were you in it for the long haul, no matter what the, the oh. cost or the struggle? Because oh, a month can seem like a year and yeah. a year can seem like a lifetime when you're not touring or, do you know what I mean, yeah. releasing music. Nah, it's been a roller coaster ride up and down like, man, should I be doing this and blah, blah, blah. But the music is inside me, man. I just got to make music. I have to. Everything around my situation and growing up always been toward the music and everything. And I always said, bro, it's music or bust. So I didn't go be a lawyer. I didn't go be a doctor. I didn't go do this extra stuff. I was like, I got to make music because this is what I want to do. And I'm not just saying I got to make music because I want people to party. And yeah, I yeah, want yeah. people to turn up. I want people to get lit. I want to make music because I've got a message that I'm trying to put out there. I feel like that's what I was made to do whether i get it to fucking millions of people where i get it to a little bit of people but i feel like that's what i gotta do and so during that time it was just the process of finding the right sound for me you know what i'm saying is that what a lot of it was were you on a journey of self-discovery yeah, of trying self-discovery, to discovery exactly what right. does my sound <coughs> mean now after i've done the rock stuff i've done the hip-hop stuff what's next yes 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 and bro and all of that came out within this album bro like this album is like yeah, high road back. And it's heavy. It's yeah. fucking, like, it's nasty heavy. Like Yeah, like a lot of people, they didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know what I'm saying? But when I sent the album off to my lawyer, shout out Eric, my manager Burko, shout him out, my A&R Mike Gitter, shout him out, my man Don, label dude, shout him out. And these they are people it. that have stuck by you and obviously they believed in you and supported you. They stuck by me for you. a long time and believed in me for a long time. You know, they seen me do the rap, like, what's Hiro doing, blah, blah, blah. And maybe he tripping on the rock. But then when they heard what I did, they was like, whoa. You know, they was digging it like crazy, man. And I, I, told, I told him, I said, bro, this is always my lane. Yeah. But rapping is just something, you know, I, I just got to do. You know, but rock is my lane. It's what I love. That's for me right there. You feel me? And I just like being different from people. There's nobody that sounds like me. No ego shit. But there's nobody that sounds like me. Nobody's doing what I'm doing. Because, like, when I make hip-hop, I can make that in five minutes. My album, 
You can't make that in five minutes. No. That takes time. And like you say, I mean, I listen to all kinds of constantly, you know, released new music from the rock world of every sort of subgenre and pocket of it. And mm. there's a real void at the moment for people with things to say, especially when the world is in such disarray. Yeah. And there's so much fucked up shit going on. So few bands are actually addressing a lot of these issues and talking about it and actually like making people think and switching people on. And yeah regardless of how you sound i mean the sound is so unique but more than that like a voice right now that people can get behind oh yeah is so important man. and so lacking and that's what i want to do man be a voice people can get behind be a voice people listen to you know what I'm saying? i ain't mr preacher man and then like that but these are my thoughts and my opinions and how i feel things should be check them out see yeah. what you think maybe apply them to your own yeah man and i'm not taking no sides it's just the side of justice the side of the people yeah that's the only side i'm taking you know what i'm saying and if you ain't with it then fuck you it's interesting because the first album was a lot more party orientated and it was a bit more fun wasn't it and a bit more tongue-in-cheek yeah. um and i like that about it and that was obviously right for then because mm -hmm. uh, you're a young man and you're celebrating yeah, this exactly, kind of newfound exactly, like man. success and, and fucking yeah. expressing yourself it's all fun and, you know what i'm saying it it's, was all fun and games wasn't it yeah, i mean there was still that edge bro. and there was that kind of like underlying darkness but it didn't really come to the surface too often for yeah, the yeah, large I, part i was still was, in the shock of like oh shit i'm making a rock album mm -hmm. you yeah. know i'm making a fucking real rock album you know as a rapper as you would be when you're yeah. working with ross robinson and you're getting introduced to people like corn and deftones who are digging your shit and exactly, you've loved their music bro. and i never knew it was like a talent for the rock that i'm doing bro i never thought it was like a certain talent i had but like i had some homies you know try to you know fuck around and just try to sing my song or whatever and they yeah. like oh, how the fuck you scream like that i'm like whoa what the fuck is that a that's what i love that's about different i'm like night. whoa is that something different i didn't know that was like a thing there's some guttural roars coming out of you i was watching yeah. you like as far away from you as i am now just and like to hear that from you as a rock fan and stuff <laughs> is like that's amazing to me because i always looked at that and people screaming you know like chino and all these other guys i'm like man that's dope as fuck but people look at me like, oh, Hyro Scream is a certain way, bro. That's fucking crazy. And, bro, I just be rapping. And the crazy thing is when I used to rap, they said I scream too much. You know, I'm, I'm too loud or whatever, you know. I'd have rap songs and people would be like, oh, that's a dope-ass rock song. I'd be like, well, it's a rap song. What do you mean it's a rock song? So I seen where my lane was going. And like I said, my first album, like, it was fun. I'm still realizing, oh, shit, I'm making a rock album. This album is I know this is me and i know what i'm doing and bro it just came together so beautifully i dude i can't wait to hear actual recordings all i've heard was you at band practice and that sounded tight enough oh, bro, that's, that like, live shit is sick right now i'm playing with my boy davy let's Troy. talk about your bands because um yeah. uh yeah i just met him last night but tell us who you've got on drums bass and guitar oh man i got troy and dave playing troy on drums dave on bass from a, a band called varsity week I got my man Jeffy from Let Live. I met him on that tour with the Deftones. That was a nice surprise seeing him. I know, yeah, you walked in. And I was like, like oh, what? Shit. I know you did. <laughs> and yeah, them they them dudes just rocking with me, and we building this thing up. Like we in the process of just getting the set together and everything. Yep. And as you can see, the shit is insane. Mm -hmm. And you know, when people get a taste of it, they gonna trip out. And I know the homies over there where you at. Everybody dude, they're ready, dude. Like, whoa, Hyrule, what It's been a long time coming. I see, because I don't want to come back and my shit whack. No. It got to That's be the good. worst thing you could do, isn't it? Is it taint, like, what people good. liked about it in the first place and go, oh, man, yeah, I wish man. I'd never fucking come to see him again, man. Just remember I the good know, times. Remember man. the old days. Remember the old but, days. Dude, people are going to be blown away. As I said, I, I didn't know you were even doing that stuff again because we haven't spoken really since I was last over here. Yeah. And it was such a beautiful surprise to not only see you, as you say, in that lane again, but to be doing it with such conviction and such passion and such like integrity and intent yeah like it's bro. there yeah bro I, and i'm a, i'm at practice i'm rehearsing but yeah. i feel that shit and i'm still contained in the little studio room so i can't get wild like mm -hmm. i want to you know what i'm saying so and that's why i work out and i do my stuff because when i hit that stage bro it's gonna get stupid well here's another thing i want to talk to you about yeah. what you've been doing a lot of over the last few years <laughs> is fucking getting yourself in serious in shape, shape and you do these videos that i watch i mean you know there's i'll show you an old picture of us after this chat and we're yeah. both there skinny and young 
I've just gotten fat and you've just gotten <laughs> ripped and you're doing these things where you like pull yourself up like crazy like oh, muscle up just man, yeah. ghetto workout routines yeah. right there, there's <laughs> no gym a, membership bullshit it's just yeah, let's go down right. Venice Beach and a fucking pull some crazy workout, shit man. and the upper body strength that it must take to do some of that stuff bro, it's insane it's mental man. yeah bro I just because I'm on the fitness tip because I see myself as you know on stage mm-hmm. I always see myself on stage I'm like bro I have to have the energy I gotta have the look and that's really why I love working out because I feel like that's a complete star a complete person as you know doing music or doing the rock thing and the way I want to do it and jumping around and having that vibe so I always said I'm gonna stay in shape because I don't know what's gonna happen so let me yeah you get ready. a call and go right we're gonna go on a three week tour yes with exactly. such and with profits of rage are you ready yeah and you I don't ever want to just put your bag on and go thing. I'm in yeah yep. I don't never want to get a crowd no bad show or nothing like that so I gotta keep my energy up and my vibe excuse me you heard that burp you're excused Ooh, man, we're on boy. the we're on the tall cans of Corona, which Hiro is yes. allowed to enjoy because he works out all day. Yesterday, in fact, was it yesterday? I saw you. Yeah, got it feels it feels oh, like I've been yeah, here forever. So your day Beach. yesterday was Venice Beach gym, and then rehearsal. Oh yeah, like, all on. bro. I don't even know how to. Bro, I was sore as fuck. <laughs> sore as fuck. Let's go on to uh, the third track on the set list something about the snake charm what's that song oh, called oh let the snake show cut the grass let the I snake I think that's my show. jam yeah, it's basically like fucking call out these motherfuckers you know what I'm saying Let's call them out let it be known bro that you hate everything about them and you do exactly yeah. that cause I hate your fucking smile motherfucker I hate the way you talk motherfucker I'm just letting it be he known he ain't talking about me by the way people. Nah, nah, man. <laughs> at least I, I hope mean, not you listen to it you'll probably know who I'm talking about and the situation and the time we in you gonna know who I'm talking about the gloves are off yeah man you know you listen to the song you'll be like okay he talking about him yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's raucous and I think again like people can go on twitter and say oh I, I'm offended by this person or I have a problem with this person yeah but that's not doing anything anyone can do that anyone can sit behind a, oh, a screen bro. or a phone and talk shit and talk shit oh, about the anyone. toilet yeah they can sit on the toilet and talk a bunch of shit yeah you can right. sit on the toilet and holler at a girl you can do anything it's, it's crazy isn't it you, you yeah. never need to leave the toilet if you don't want to yeah you can sit on the toilet i mean it's gonna get model. a bit smelly in there but yeah, fucking man it would be smelly but they ain't gonna smell the shit now nah, but for real though yeah this this uh because someone can say like you could say it's important for me to have something to say and to say it on this album but then not actually do that like so many people yes, do yes, some yes. people go yeah we're really we're, we're taking on some really important issues with this album and you know we want to address this and we address that and then you listen to the album and you're like they're not doing you, it. you ain't yeah. really saying that much that's why you don't see me really talk too political or too crazy online uh-huh. on you know i don't say too many things because i'd rather spit it through my music you feel it that way better and you know that's what I'm about. Like, I can talk and write it or whatever, but that leads to just conversation, and then I'm that person outside of music now. Yeah. It's a whole different image you're going to see of me outside of music. So I like to just put it in my music and let you vibe with the music. I got a lot of opinions on things, but I, you know, I let you listen in my music. I don't want to just type it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like... I'm typing it while a million other motherfuckers typing the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'd and going, say I disagree with that. And it's like, well, if yeah. you disagree with it, then you go and express your opinion on whatever you feel in a creative way. In a creative way, yeah. I mean, when I put it in the music, I record it and put it up. You're going to scream at my song? You can fucking talk to my song. But if I type it on Twitter, I got you type it all day long and then other people chime, chime in and... If I'm putting it in my song, you can't talk to me. I've got a beautiful <laughs> image in my head right now of someone listening to that song in their bedroom, screaming it right back at you. Yeah. Well, I hate the fucking everything about you, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're going to be a lonely motherfucker. And then we've got a dialogue, yeah. sort of. Cheers, dude. It's Cheers, fucking good to bro. see you again, man. It's really good, good to see you. Good to see you, brother. I didn't even have a sip there. That's... Man. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm just going to move down the set list. Why not? Because that gives people a taster of this record. Right. So next up, we go down to. Let the snake show lock loaded ready. That's one man against many. You know what I'm saying? Lock, loaded, ready. Shit could get messy. That's just me picturing myself almost like a ninja just fighting fucking tens of millions of people holding it down. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel sometimes with certain opinions, certain things. You might say something and everybody be against you, but you still got to be on your toes. You got to stand your corner. Yeah, it's one man against many. You know what I'm saying? And if I've got to do this fight on my own i'll do it on my own you get what i'm saying you could roll with me or you could be against me but i'm gonna go out there and do what i'm supposed to do you feel me are you like i think there's two types of people for me who are creative lyrical sort of front men commentators like yourself yeah they're either super sociable out all the time with loads of people or they're a bit more lone wolf head down yeah observing the world around them yeah, documenting I, what they see. That's me right there. That's you right there, is it? Lone wolf, you know, documenting what I see, that type of thing. Yeah, I ain't really a person to be out with a bunch of people and do all this type of stuff. But has that I, always been the way? Have you always been that kind of kid? Yeah, I've always been like that, man. I mean, I, I'm a mixture though because you know, at the same time, like I said, I'm from the hood, so mm-hmm. that, that part's in me where I want to roll with the crew and yeah, I yeah. want to roll with the entourage and be with the homies. But you know, I'm saying a lot of times, you know, homies don't. But that that in itself wouldn't completely fulfill you. Not and- exactly. Yeah, not at all, man. Because I've got a a message I'm trying to send, and even even though you know, I might ride for something, but other people might not ride with me on something. It's like if you was in a fight, I'm the type of person I'm a fight for you. But if I fight and you don't fucking you know have my back, if some motherfucker you ain't never fighting for me again. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. So I'm one of them kind of people. Yeah, I'm yeah. a loyal person. I'm some little too loyal at times, but I go by a certain G code, a certain rule book that I feel that we should rock with. You know, I just got my rules of what I think my life should go like. Integrity, and I st- integrity, and I stick with it. And some people don't do that, especially in this day and age, bro. Some people sell out for a bunch of bullshit, you know what I'm saying, and don't stick to the with the integrity. And I ain't like that, man. So I think that makes you a lone wolf in a sense. You I know think so saying? too. Yeah, yeah, because I think that if you roll with a big group of friends, you're kind of just in that comfortable zone where you give a lot of leeway because you know that that's your group and without them you're like oh well I ain't gonna be able to find another group of friends that easy so I'll just stick with these guys I see a lot of the rappers they got a bunch of crews and a bunch of people and stuff like that but also that builds jealousy and it builds all kind of stuff like that like yeah I don't know the news right now um Kevin Hart homie okay the comedian the comedian Kevin Hart what's going on with him his main homie he put him in movies he put him in all kind of stuff and Kevin Hart was in the whole thing with cheating on his wife or whatever scandal that had happened right come to find out his homie was the one extorting him his right hand man was selling his story selling told him give him 70 million or some stupid number a million dollars and it was his homie you know what i'm saying so that's a big thing and like i look at situations like that and people from the past who said you know just stick to yourself bro this stuff you know because you got a lot of friends around you could bring jealousy could bring all kind of stuff with you i saw tupac he used to roll with a bunch of people and then if you look at his jail interview he said man just stick to yourself you know he was like bro you just gotta be one i fucking was with all these people um, the mistake i made was being with all these people i seem to stick to yourself if i could tell you one thing and that stuck with me and he's your guy right oh yeah Pac is the homie what did he teach you beyond just the music and the the kind of lyrical skill 
that he had obviously what was the real sort of connection that you had to his oh, music and man. what he stood for and- just being a voice man a voice of the people and not being scared to say anything you know when he did hit him up and he talked about biggie as a young person i was just shocked that he said his name then said his wife and named i was like bro, i didn't even know you could do that i was like i thought there was rules against these type of things I was like you're breaking all the rules gentleman's code yeah i was like oh <laughs> shit he fucking saying everything about this situation so it's just more so he stuck to me as a person who said man just don't care you know speak your mind speak your voice don't worry about the consequences or something you know what i'm saying if you this is how you feel let it out because the best way to live is to be free you know what I'm saying? You, you people think they free, but they not because you still hold back on certain things. And I even I hold back on a lot of things, especially in this fucking politically correct or whatever you call the shit world we living in. You know the band, the Melvins. Yeah. The Melvins, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did an interview uh, with their Kurt singer. Cobain favorite band. Right? They were the band that got the whole thing going, man. Yeah. yeah, they um they have their drummer now is the original Nirvana drummer. Oh wow! Insane. But um, I interviewed Buzz the singer just before I came out to LA, and he was saying like fuck people who tell other people what they can and can't say yeah think, feel and i think that a lot of and i often have a go at like the kind of the left wing and i'm the most liberal person you could ever meet but i have yeah. a problem with left wing people who tell other people that they can't say or do these things, things and it's like man. that is the same as fascism yeah, that bro. kind of control and that imposition of regulation and like collective guilt bullshit. Yeah, you can't do that, bro. It's like one, you know, art form I respect a lot is stand up comedy because, you know, it's they, the last free art form. The last free art form. They don't have any music behind them. Yeah. They go on a stage with a microphone and just make you laugh. And, you know, that's tough. And make as you fuck. think as well. If, and if make you good. think. And, you know, that's hard to just sit up there with a mic, no beat to move the people or nothing, and they go do their thing. And now people are trying to silence them. Like, Jerry Seinfeld was like, what if I can't go to college and say certain things? Like, what the fuck are you trying to silence me for, bro? This is comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't shut that down, you know, with all the politically correct whatever shit. You got to be able to speak your mind. And in this day and age, I respect anybody who speaks their mind freely and says what they feel. You know, you might have to get the backlash with it, but at the same time, I respect it. I think you're going to get inevitable backlash, but if you can live with that, then I think that you should fucking yeah. just put yourself out there in that way. Exactly. Can we tease the working title for your album that you oh, were going to call it? Title. Talking about political correctness, or would you rather hold that back and I'll hold you, that? Back you hold that back. Now, you, you don't just want to bust that out because yeah, you got something there. In working <laughs> okay, let's move yeah. down to the next song on that set list of yours. So we go from is it the closed casket Lock song next? Already closed casket. Fuck around put you inside a closed casket you know what i'm saying i'm just speaking about real shit this is my feelings about i want to fuck you up a lot of these fucking cops who killing black kids or whatever you know they killing fucking minorities and getting away with it no justice it's like bro i if that was me or my family i've got to find that person and we gonna have to fucking fight you know what I'm saying? And that's just my feeling toward that whole situation and these police doing what they do. And it's a scary thing when we can't walk around without, you know, feeling protected by the police. You know, it's a weird thing. it says thing. on their car, serve and protect, or to serve and to protect. To serve and protect, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... If you're white. Yeah, if you're white. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's crazy, bro, because, like, some of those situations you mess with mine my family or something like that bro it's all day i'm gonna be at you could care less about the consequences in a situation if my per my people didn't do anything wrong you shoot them for no reason oh it should be like all kind of backlash from our community from that community whatever it should be all kind of back that person should be scared as fuck to walk the street on some shit but a lot of these police kill somebody of another color and they get money you know, they get a GoFundMe to help them out and all kind of stuff like this. So this is the weird situation we in in life. And we have to sit back and look at it like, well, yo, what's going on? So that's just my feelings. That's my hardcore feelings on some shit, bro. Like, don't fuck with me on no shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's mad because you think back to Rodney King, which is like, you know, almost 25 years ago now, or probably even more than that. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, we haven't progressed in so many ways. Like, oh, if nah. anything, we've regressed. Yeah, we ain't. Yeah, we ain't progressed or nothing like that. Because I mean, it, well, we progressed in a sense where you know people's minds more woke. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah, yeah. woke up to it, and now we. Which can is see. the one good thing about the internet? Yeah, is information is a lot more readily available on, now. You know and back then, it was just talking like. They read the newspaper, be like, oh, wow, you know, maybe this happened, maybe it didn't. But now you actually seeing video footage, you seeing all these things like that. And so you can't deny it. You can make whatever excuses about it, but you can't deny it at the same time. But these people are still being protected, aren't they? They're oh, still, they're still being protected. fucking allowed to get away with it. Yeah, yeah, but that's on us right there because at the end of the day, like, I respect people protesting and everything like that, but we've been protesting for a long time. We might have to find a new way of going about it, and I'm not saying go in the streets and go fight and riot, but we need to find a certain situation where we can bring justice upon these people who commit these acts. You get what I'm saying? I hear you, dude. Yeah. Um, It's a standout song in the set. Like, it has that real guttural kind of punch like yeah. i was sat just right there watching you kind of like this guy's saying some serious shit oh, yeah, I, I didn't hear all the words as well because i had those ear mufflers protecting oh. my ears because i'm a little pussy yeah but i, I could tell that there's something well, going I say, on fuck the op my weapon cocked let off shots bodies drop you know people shocked the shit don't stop basically like bro don't fuck with me on no shit like that you mess with one of mine's bro and that's how all of us should be on that because yeah, they the feel page. they can get away with it because we don't do nothing. A lot of them, you know, they kill somebody and they pay the family off or something like that. And they fall. Oh, I got money now. So I'm, a, you know, OK, I forgive the cop or whatever. No, fuck all the forgiving of the cop. Fuck the money. It's, it's a bigger problem than that. You know what I'm saying? So we got to handle that. Any, you know, we got to figure out a way we can handle it violently. It's probably not the way people would want to go about it. You know, I speak wild-witted in my stuff non-violently is the best way to go about it and we have to find a way to get justice in a certain way within these the system and within the laws of society you know i think when you speak about issues like that with aggression and with vivid violent language it obviously highlights the issue and hammers home the message a lot stronger doesn't it and i think that when you think about historically the acts that have really hit home with that from nwa to you know there's there's a lot to be said for powerful violent imagery oh, in yeah. music because oh, yeah. it, if people are your a, emotion and how you feel you know what I'm saying? that's why i don't unfiltered yeah um, unfiltered i don't knock rappers for speaking stuff and they're not gonna go out and kill somebody they're not gonna go out and do that shit but it's emotion you feel at the time for whatever situation, you know what I'm saying? And the best way to go about it is to speak it than go actually do that. Get it off your chest and creatively, And get it off yeah. your chest, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, especially dealing with a lot of the injustice going on, we have to be smart about it. Because mm-hmm. we can't be on some, oh, we need to go riot and go do this. Because it, you see these protests, bro, they, they so smart. They send somebody to let off a gunshot to start a riot and say, oh, look how these people act. That's what they want yeah, to happen in many ways, I think. So, you so they be, can go, let's yeah. criminalize these people even more. Exactly. So that's why you have to be as smart as them. They 10 steps ahead of us on a lot of things, man. So we have to come together as people, unify, and you know, find a way where we can just live properly and live in society you know, the cool way. I dig that. Yeah. And coming together is All the key about word. Love. It is, right? <laughs> it is. It's coming together. Make it's love, unity. Not war. Next song on the album uh, on the set list. We go down next to there's two left, right? There's Bullet is the last one. Is Live Your Life After Closed Casket? Or is there one more before that? Oh, Live Your Life is after closed casket. That's my other jam. Now, that that oh, yeah. is for me, that's like bad brains PMA shit. That's, Man, that's real life. Thank you for that, bro. Yeah, live your life, bro. I'm speaking about just how we've turned into zombies from these cell phones and this Instagram and everything, bro. And people, opening line is yeah, fucking addicted. That when you talk about no, the opening line when you go, we gotta fill ourselves with. Oh mother man, bro, this drink got me. <laughs> Instagratification. Instagram. I say what I say. You fucking. Uh, it's the opening line. Oh, what the like, hell? Instagratification. No, that no, is no, fucking say, beautiful. Uh, what do you say? YOLO generation need instant gratification. Now that's amazing. Dopamine fiends addicted to the sensation. You know what I'm saying? So it's sharing basic, highlights of our life or something like yeah, that. Yeah, man, posting highlights of our lives, hiding imperfections. We constantly put on a disguise. 
You see, that's why I be rapping, because I can say things better when I rap than me talking the shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk like that. But when I'm rapping, I can talk like that. Well, that's the beauty of yeah, hip-hop, isn't it? Is it's, it's a heightened form of expression. Like, very few people, I think, in the world talk like that. Yeah, bro, I fucking just listen to myself. Have you ever and met I'm anyone like, who talks like a rapper in day-to-day right life? Oh, wow, fuck no. <laughs> I'm fucking no ego, but that was some poetic-ass shit is. I said. It is, and it's God so damn. on... <laughs> fucking point with what's going on with yeah, the world with man. i mean mental health is a key thing i think people Hell make yeah. themselves sick well, I know because they feel, look looking. at everyone else don't they and they go oh their life's better than mine That's i'm exactly. incomplete and yeah. it's like but you ain't seeing the truth you're not seeing what's going on behind the highlights yeah, that they let you see highlights of your life like you can get caught up in that bro like you big see time motherfuckers partying and doing he's like oh shit i'm fucking on the toilet yeah i ain't partying right now and it'll fuck you up on the inside and shit like that so i just wanted to kind of put that out there just, like i said these are just thoughts of mine yeah that yeah. i put on record and it, we almost turn into a zombie generation we just following and we you know just zoned out on everything and but so what a beautiful like, message up. live your life yeah live, live your, your life. life don't be trying to live kim kardashian life and definitely don't yeah, be trying to, don't be trying to live all these other people have you lives? seen this thing on the news dude i watched this earlier on like a clip and some guy who's connected to the kardashians in some way has designed these new fucking chicken wings that are coated in like a hundred carat gold oh shit what is the fucking you eat the chicken wings that's yeah coated with people fucking dying of starvation in the countries wow. that really need our help why is there any place in this world for how, however many carrots it is gold coated fucking chicken wings that's like fucking that's stupid. when stupidity is won yeah. it? <laughs> Bro, i mean it's fucking... kind of funny no, but... i remember they had like gold burgers that cost like fucking two three thousand dollars or some shit like that so yeah i know they did it's just insane it's just stupid <laughs> and all you're gonna do is take an instagram picture exactly it, and that's about it yeah and, oh wow you ate a like gold burger up. bing 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 yeah. it's a crazy world and i think that it's important don't be mad at me if you see me with the gold chicken i won't eating it <laughs> I, I could i could kind of see as soon as i mentioned that you're like that is dumb but <laughs> you piqued my interest <laughs> i ain't gonna lie <laughs> nah, i ain't gonna eat the gold chicken but you know what dude it's important to have fun and a sense of humor and to be true to you and yeah. i think that that if you have a political message in your music and i'm not saying that you are necessarily a political artist yeah, yeah would yeah. you say that you are probably not, not. Really, more man. a social commentator yeah, i'm right? more a social commentator yeah because yeah, i don't do the whole po politics thing if you ask me about fucking different politic thing i don't fucking know. i wouldn't know what question to ask <laughs> yeah, you yeah well, i'd be like bro i don't social like... spiritual yeah, soulful but that... political no yeah, i don't like I, none of them i think if you're a let's say a um a commentator of any kind yeah a lot of people can get caught up in the the message and they can not enjoy their own life and they can become quite serious and stern and condescending and in some ways hypocritical and i think yeah, it is yeah, it yeah, is important yeah. if a side of you appeals to that party song uh, or gold chicken wings exactly then you indulge it and you be true to you and you make no apology for that yeah and exactly have well, fun with it that's why exactly we say live your fucking life do you do you well, like i said that's why i never really want people to think oh Hiro's the political man when you hear my music and this and that it's more like bro i'm letting you know how i feel and i feel we can do this as a people we get caught up in having a leader especially the black community we always want a leader somebody to lead us and it's like bro we need to just come together on as one and handle these things you know what i'm saying we don't need one person to be that leader like we look at tupac as a leader we look at malcolm x as a leader we look at martin luther king as a leader and look what happened to them because when they take that leader off then everybody just you know it falls off like a stack of cards right yeah the house crumbles the house crumbles yeah. so we need to figure out how we can do this thing where we just all on the same page the same mindset you know so we have to have a code that we can just abide by and everybody goes by this and you know then i think we can reach farther and not have these situations we have going on that's the dream right that's the dream work towards a better world yeah that's the dream you know i ain't gonna know if it'll happen just like that overnight but that's the dream you know what i'm saying these these kids nowadays they you know like i'm saying this they woke that's the hashtag woke or whatever stuff like this so they actually interested in knowing more and you know seeing things and i'm seeing that more than i'm seeing 
just dancing and foolishness and stupid stuff though i'm at least seeing them have a conversation about real topics and stuff like that like you know when something happens on the news they write on it they know what's up this and that whether conspiracy whether whatever they still talking about it but at the same time we also have to see that the game that's ran on us is they give us stories and we just get we get emotional real quick and about distracted. it and distracted so it's a you know it's two sides to it all so that, bro whoever running this motherfucker is smart as a mug you know what it's I'm the saying? lizards isn't it the lizards the rep- <laughs> uh, that's basically what i'm trying to get to is the reptilians <laughs> are running this motherfucker <laughs> and i look at youtube videos and the rep they blink you gotta watch the blink out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah it's audio no one can I see, see that. i'm trying really hard not yeah. to blink <laughs> It's a certain blink they do. Nah, I'm just fucking around, but... It's important to have a critical eye, isn't it? And it's important yeah, to not man. take everything that you read or see at face value and just condemn straight away without thought and without analysts. Yes. Analysts? Yeah, yeah. Analysis. Analysis. <laughs> that corona's hitting me now. situation, yeah, man. <laughs> corona. Them tall cans, man. I'm not used to them. Beast. So the last song on the album is going to be the lead-off single, and the reason we got talking about that before Fuck the set yeah. is I'm I'm hoping to interview my all-time hero, who I'm not going to mention because I don't want to jinx it, <laughs> but he used to be very tight with your probably all-time hero, ah. and they made a film together called Bullet, so if yeah. you know anything about movies and hip-hop culture, you might have guessed who my guy is, but... um. Yeah, that film, Bullet, obviously is, uh, well, the inspiration. It's not. Um, <laughs> your debut single and the, the album kind of, will it be the album closer as well or is it just that set closer uh, for now? Nah, bro. That's the most, it might be you, have you got your, have you got your track album. listing down and done? Yeah, I got all that down. Yeah? Bro. Artwork? Yeah, artwork. Working yeah. on it. Yeah, I am feel comfortable with one of the artworks right now. It's dope as fuck. Nice. And so, yeah, this song. So this is going to lead off the album. Lead off the bullet. whole fucking thing, Bullet. Yeah, bro. And it, the message is so dope damn strong bro that you know i i feel like that's everything that i always wanted to get off my chest about what's going on right now and i'm kind of speaking on the whole you know protest thing and all of that because like i said fuck a picket sign or a protest feeling of unrest has got a nigga upset because i'm upset at the situation like we done did that we done did that we got to find a new way about this shit and it's even anger, what the hell ever, but we're going to have to find a way up out of this shit. So Bullet is basically speaking that real shit, giving a bullet to motherfuckers, either lyrically, you know what I'm saying, whatever, creatively, whatever your bullet is, is shoot that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, and let's get this thing going. It's funny for me because if you'd have thought, about how in this world a because you're signed to sony right sony's yeah. releasing the album the fact that they wanted to go with this as the lead single a song called bullet you, I would, know. you I would have thought, thought about that, that a major yeah. label would have been like you got a song called bullet there's no <laughs> way that's going to be a single it's too violent it's too graphic this yeah. but they're like no that's the one yeah that's a good bro. sign bro like my label's so dope who i'm with bro they believe in me man i gave them ideas they roll with it you know what i'm saying they dig my vibe and bro like that song right there was the one everybody's just like oh snap man all over it right away and you've shot a video already right yeah got the video done waiting on the last cut of it nice it's fire where'd you shoot it it's different shot in h-town houston texas shot it got my homies came through awesome everybody came down and just gave it a I just bringing something new to the rock and roll and bringing the hood to rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Almost shot it like a rap video. Yeah, yeah. And did yeah. that. So people go, it's just something people never seen before. Somebody like me, shirt off, chain, grill. Screaming. Screaming. Zach to the rush in it. Yeah. yeah, bro. So that's, I just wanted to bring something brand new to people. And they just, I think they're going to eat it up. Especially, it's not even just the style of it. It's the words that's being said. It's the feeling behind it and everything. Dude. Yeah. congratulations man and like it's not easy life's tough and this industry is tough and if people didn't have your perseverance your dedication man, your self-belief you, they would have thrown in the towel wouldn't they yeah they gone, I, I gave it bro. a good shot it didn't work out cool i'll go and do something, do else, something now. else yeah but you nah. fucking stuck at it you've persevered and not only have you come back and are coming back this year with this new album but it's it's stronger it's better Thank it's you, harder yeah. it's more relatable and i think actually digestible as well although it's a fucking nasty like yeah, pretty aggressive bro. sounds like i think 
the what you're singing about, the way you're presenting it, people are really going to connect to it. Yeah, bro, from I'm both just, sides of the pond, from the rock and the hip hop. I and feel like it's everything. Fuck that genre, I've anyway. Been through, bro, just does it feel like that? that like your life on fucking tape? Yeah, it really does feel like that. My life on tape. Because when I listen to it and I see the emails I get and setting up for it coming out, bro, I'm just like, fuck, I really worked myself back to this, bro. This is crazy because I was lost. I was like, damn, I didn't know what to do after my last one. And I was lost. I was like, man, you back in this motherfucker somehow, some way, bro. And I got that, bro, and I can't wait for the people to hear this. And you're amped. You're amped. ready. Yeah, I I'm... bet you can't wait to crush some live shows oh, as well. Oh, live show is going to be out of control, bro. So you've got one announced and out there in the public domain, which is Aftershock Festival Aftershock in the States. Festival, yeah. If anybody Second is listening Man, from no. US of A, you can go check Hiro out there with the full band, of course. And that's going to be yeah. everywhere you go. It's going to be you and the full band in it. That's the format. Oh, yeah, that's I got the, the setup. Full band, yeah. Um, as far as the UK goes, nothing is locked in yet, is it? But as soon as it is, you're going to let me know. You're damn right, I'll let you know, man. And I'll get the word I can't out there. Wait to get out there, bro, with all the homies, all my people's cheers. We're ready for you. <laughs> we'll have a night out in Birmingham. Hell yeah, and bro. probably a night out in london too hiro yeah bro absolute pleasure catching up dude for to you Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.